Welcome into the wrap. Tom Mazoy and Clarence Black here in our studios at Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios in Farmington on NRM Streamcast. Uh, another Lions draft. Round one in the books. We're getting ready for rounds two and three tonight. And then, of course, the rest of them on Saturday afternoon. I thought ESPN and uh, especially Trey Wingo did a great job last night. Even the commissioner did a good yeah, job yeah. with everything. They did it right as far as, you know, what we're doing 40 nowadays. Mil, 40 mil, though. I know. 40 mil. 40 mil. That's 40 what you mil. get for 40 mil? 40 mil. Commish. Hey. That's what we get for 40 mil well, a you year? Know, they kept it simple. He kept it simple. I'm just saying, man. It worked good. We should have got, got, got a little cribs or something. I, I mean, everybody wanted to know. It was a talk. Yeah. People were talking on Twitter like, yo, man, make 40 mil, bro. I, I didn't see much for 40 mil. Now, was it C.D. Lamb's <laughs> hot chick? Was it hot? <laughs> wow. First of all, she is. You see him she, take that phone yeah, from her ass, She's though? the bomb. Now, you know who she yeah. used to date? Yeah. She used to date uh, Trey Young. Trey Young. Yeah. Now she dates CD Lamb. Lamb. So she went basketball to football. I don't know. She's but basketball a looker, players man. Players play a lot longer, man. Yeah. Girl she's she's a looker. She's a, she's all oh, right. I know. She don't don't touch that damn phone. I know. He had now two he phones back, going. He backtracking now. I'm sure I say no. I wasn't like that. Tweeting. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. How about the other scene? <laughs> the Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. He had the guy with the mullet standing on the right. Yeah, his kids. And, and I think those the, are all his kids. And on the left, he had the kid with the hood on. Looked like he looked like uh, the Gimp from uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> then there was a person taking a crap on the toilet. Did you see it? It's it's it was unbelievable. I loved it, man. It was unbelievable. Because you know what it is. I so so I called. Uh, I had a work call, and I called somebody for work. And literally, we're talking, and and there's a baby crying. And we're trying, and it's one of those where we're trying to have a conversation in a ba- and it's just, it is a reminder that even NFL people are working from home. Oh, yeah. And you are just, as much as you think you have your own space, man, it is like you just really, you can't control. I, there was so much funny stuff last night. The girlfriend, how about Isaiah Wilson's girlfriend? Which one was that? So Isaiah Wilson gets drafted. Um, big kid, offensive lineman. He gets drafted. Okay. She's she's holding him and trying to hug him. And the, the mom picks her up like, if you don't get your, like, get like get out of the shot. And how about she's sitting there fighting. Oh. How about rugs in his, in his robe? In the, come on, man. In That's going to be. Robe. That is going to be, I mean, ingenious marketing. That was great. You know, Al Davis loves speed, so come yeah. on. Oh, yeah. But that was another one. That was one that threw me. That was one that threw me right there. And then they reached that's a speed for, play. Then they yeah. reached for their quarterback, and we're going to talk more yeah, about man, it. Yeah, man, Arnett. With our good friend John Clayton, the professor, comes to you. He just fresh off of his show on ESPN out in Seattle and, of course, schooled with the professor. It's John Clayton joining uh, Maz and uh, Clarence Black. How are you, professor? Good, guys. How are you? Wonderful. Good. How was your show today? Uh, good. I mean, let's put it this way. Uh, you think there might be some criticism of the Seahawks? I'm not necessarily criticizing <laughs> it, but the fans are outraged that they didn't address the defensive end position because they need a starting defensive end. Yeah. And they passed on you know, uh, Gross Matos, which this may not have been a bad idea, but they took an inside linebacker yeah, they when they were already got three starters at linebacker. So yeah. uh, it hasn't gone too well for the fans out here. Yeah, but they shouldn't be complaining, Professor. I mean, that Seahawk team has been – They've been a, a champion like for the past ten years. They yeah, know what they're doing you, out when there. You, when you have been, I, I would say the Seahawks have earned a little bit of of, yeah. of uh, front office credibility. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, and that's why. Uh, what? Because really, when you look at it, and this is the way that John Snyder's looking at it. You know, whether it was going to be Gross Matos or whether it was going to be uh, you know uh, Brooks or anybody like that, these guys aren't going to be starting this year. You're just taking the best player available, right. and they were on the phone with Green Bay. 
you know, <laughs> ironically involved with the Jordan Love situation. And then Green Game, Green Game got a better offer on the trade-up with the Miami Dolphins getting the 136 pick. And so they called uh, John Snyder back. And so now he had to take the best player on his board. And that was going to be, uh, you know, Jordan Brooks. And, you know, they think he's going to be the next Bobby Wagner. But oh, ultimately, nice. in a year, he probably replaces K.J. Wright as a, as a linebacker. But in the end, uh, you know, he's you know a, a great tackler. He's a good player. And again, uh, John Snyder always they have a different vision because when they realize when you're drafting like they do in the playoffs every year, 21 to 32, you're getting a second-round pick. So you might as well get the pick of your choice, even if it doesn't jive with all the mock drafts sure. or any of the analysts. Uh, is Clay, how about uh, Clowney? Does he have a chance to come back? Oh, yeah. I mean, he has a chance, but right now he's still resisting, you know, because, you know, they want to pay him in a 13 to $14 million a year mark. And, of course, it's only going to be a one-year deal at this stage. That's offer still on the table, but they haven't made a move to try to replace him. But they want Clowney back without question. I mean, he's just upset that uh, their offer is less than what he made last year, and he's hoping to get to Monday because Monday, that's when the uh, unrestricted free agency period ends. And so a team like Tennessee, if they want to sign him, don't, doesn't have to lose that third-round compensatory for Jack Conklin, or maybe they get something in Cleveland. But right now, the options aren't good. And even if he gets to Monday, he can't take a physical. No, no, he's not going to be able to get a physical sure. from any team. So that's a little bit tricky. How about our Lions? Uh, how do you think they did? And give us uh, some of your surprises in the, in the round. Well, I thought they did well because, I mean, uh, I, I feel good because they took the player I thought they were going to take. But if they would have taken uh, you know, Isaiah Simmons, I wouldn't have been critical. If they uh, would have taken Derek Brown, I wouldn't have been cynical. I think you know, any one of those three do fit. It would have been nice if they were able to get something out of the Chargers to get a trade-up. But, hey, uh, I think they came out of it fine. But as far as surprises, you know, what was nice is when I did my mock draft on Monday, uh, and you know what I try to do because again, twenty-one to thirty-two, you're kind of more guessing because sure. you know it's again it's a second-round grade. But in nineteen of the first twenty, at least I had all the players in there. I mean, the only one that I thought was a reach was at nineteen when the Raiders uh, were taking Arnett at cornerback. Right. So I thought that was a reach. Uh, certainly, the uh, you have to have criticism for the Jordan Love situation. Thought that was a reach. I thought that the, a great move was made by the Chargers. You know, because Chargers get uh, you know their quarterback in uh, Justin Aver, but then also by trading up right in front of New Orleans, they took the court the uh, Kenneth Murray right away from them and forced them to take a center when they already have a center. And so I thought that became bad for New Orleans, but it came great for the Chargers because Kenneth Murray is a really good player, not as good as say Devin Bush, but I compare the move when Seattle when Denver moved down with Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh moved up for Devin Bush. You know, they got their linebacker who's going to be a pro bowler, and I think that uh, you know Murray is going to be a real good player. I'm talking with the legend John Clayton here on Maz and Black. All right, aside from aside from Rollins' robe, which was phenomenal, uh, to me the thing that made this interesting, and I've been listen, I've been I've been I've had Aaron Rodgers' Twitter on lock because I'm just waiting for the first tweet. <laughs> Like, how surprised were you at this, and what do you think the eventual reaction will be? How do you see this playing? Because this was crazy. Well, I see. I mean, there was rumblings of that for, you know, the last couple of weeks. I mean, you've been hearing that, but you just didn't believe it was going to happen. But here's where the problem is. Now, well, again, not in the first Aaron round. What's that? Not in the first round. I thought, I mean, I thought they would do it. But I, after, yeah. I mean, look, Deshaun Kaiser and Brett Hundley, they had to do something, but not in the, in the first round. 
Yeah, well, here's the, here's the many problems, and I think there's many problems with this. First off, I don't think they called Aaron to let him know. That's, a, that's problem number one. Problem number two is Aaron Rodgers was on a radio interview and uh, was talking about uh, you know what, what they should do. And he says, well, I, they don't tell me what they're going to do, but I think we need a skilled position player. Well, he's talking about a receiver because he was almost as starved uh, as Tom Brady was last year. Yeah. Because all he's got is Devontae Adams. He has nothing else at receiver. I mean, what the uh, next best receiver was like 37 catches. And then they cut uh, Jimmy Graham. So what's he have a tight end? That's another problem. You know, and remember, Aaron Rodgers has been through this. In 2005, he fell down to the Packers, and Brett Favre didn't like it. But then the difference is Jordan Love isn't as good as Aaron Rodgers. And so now uh, you have that. Aaron Rodgers is under contract through 2013. So Jordan Love, if they stay with Aaron Rodgers, may not get on the field for four years. That's not good. And then it doesn't do anything to help the team this year. And they're in a conference right now where you have 10 or 11 playoff caliber teams that uh, you know, have quarterbacks. And so now you know, you've got an angry Aaron Rodgers, and you haven't helped anything for this year. Three teams that I thought really did well. I, I liked what the Niners did. I mean, they just got meaner. The Ravens, I think they got a great player in Queen. And I thought yeah. the Cowboys getting C.D. Lamb, I know they didn't really need him, but to keep him away from a team like Philadelphia, I thought was like a double-edged sword. There. He's it's such like a, a Jerry guy, too. Just, I mean, it's yeah. just Ceedee Lamb is such a. I, I think Ceedee Lamb is the new. He's going to be the new Michael Irvin. He is not like Amari Cooper. Ceedee Lamb has got a ton of personality. What do you think of those three teams, uh, Professor? Yeah, I mean, the only one I have some criticism for. I agree with the other two, you know, because I think the comparables uh, is like a Des Bryant with Ceedee Lamb, and you can see Mike McCarthy's face when. The lamb fell to him because they were going to take Chase on, and it's like, no, I want this receiver, and so they felt all very good about that. And certainly, I agree on the Queen move because now what I'm wondering, you know, now that they got the 226 pound Queen, do they trade Matthew Juden and get some value for him and take away that franchise tag? I wonder if that happens, but that is a possibility. But here's my problem with the San Francisco move. Remember, they got the 13th pick. And they're going to be in a position to get the second best receiver in the draft. Okay, so they elected to uh, you know make the move on Kinlaw, but then remember they traded away DeForest Puckner. He's right, the third yeah. best defensive tackle in the league and one of the biggest interior forces in football. And, and because they you know they didn't want to pay him the twenty one right, million, money saver, but right. then they gave the money to Eric Armstead. And so now you know is Armstead going to be able to do as well with Kinlaw? And basically you know they get basically it was a swap one for one Kinlaw for DeForest Buckner, and then they have to give up you know, that draft choice, that fourth-round pick that he got from Tampa Bay to move up to get the wide receivers coming off core surgery. I do have some issues with this one because they're not as good on the defensive line, Kinlaw, for Buckner. And again, we'll see how it goes with the core surgery coming back from Ayuk. Do you like uh, Tua to the Dolphins, and what other ones did you like um, with Miami? Yeah, I mean, I, I gave Miami probably, if I was doing grades, I mean, I had to do you know uh, the best, and I think they had the best because, you know, they got most things that they wanted with a little bit of a surprise, but, you know, they got the quarterback that they wanted in Tua, and they were fine on him medically. They got the tackle that they wanted, and so Austin Jackson coming in there, and then they draft a cornerback that uh, they got actually another pick for uh, that can be in there in the slot. Now, they didn't need a corner. They needed a slot corner, but they didn't need a corner because they have the two highest-paid corners in football, you know, Xavier Howard and uh, also uh, Byron Jones. So I felt good about that. I did like what the Chargers did, but they came out. I agree on the Dallas uh, picks. I'm a little questionable on the Raiders because, you know, I don't know if Ruggs is going to be as good as uh, – 
Lamb or as good as Jerry Judy, and definitely it was a reach when they took uh, you know their pick at nineteen and they you know get a cornerback who I don't know is I didn't think he was rated out as the fifth best cornerback in this draft. Right now, day two today, you got uh, second round and third round tonight. Lions are third on the clock. Uh, what do you think they're going to do? Uh, do you think they're going to go running back? Do you think they'll go? for Jalen Hurts. I'm just going to give you a long shot here. I heard a couple of times that they talked to this kid. They coached him at the Senior Bowl. What do you think the Lions are going to be doing? And how about any other standout picks from tonight? Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering because I think they still have to keep on the defensive theme, you know, because again, any one of the three players that they could have taken with that third pick, that would have been fine. But they're still looking for a defensive tackle, so I'm wondering if Marlon Davidson is going to be a candidate there. You know, certainly, uh, you know, I still think they, they have a need at linebacker, but the question is, is there a linebacker good enough? Now, you know, I think the linebacker they would probably take would be Zach Braun, Braun but what I wonder about with Braun is that, you know, he had that positive test at the Combine. Would that affect him? But I think, you know, right now, two of the leading candidates would be Braun, and then maybe, you know, Neville Gallimore you know, from Oklahoma. But I think defensive tackle and linebacker right now would be two of the choices. Talking with John Clayton. John, real quick, at 13, which is very interesting, the Bucks go get Tristan Wirfs. I mean, this is just a Tom Brady play all the way, right? I mean, this is just an insurance policy that they just felt like they had to have, right? Yeah, 100%. Because, you know, what they're looking at is that uh, they didn't have a right tackle. And if you go out there with Tom Brady, you know, you've got uh, Rob Gronkowski and no right tackles. They only have four blockers in the line. That's not going to be good enough. And so they worried that that 13th pick would have been traded and uh, gotten some value with for a team trying to trade up. You know, they were trying to trade up to 9 and 10 to you know, get – get a tackle. So I think they ended up being lucky because, you know, Worf could have gone as high as four. And so I think that they feel good about that because now they've got their right tackle. The offensive line's complete. You know, they got the tight end. Now that the next thing they have to do is go get a third receiver. And there's plenty of receivers to fill that void. What'd you think of the virtual draft first time out? I thought it went well. I mean, I know it didn't go, go, go for Vic Fangio because Fangio, the Denver Broncos head coach, his cable went out, <laughs> and so he had to have the cable company come over and fix it right before the start of the draft. So that didn't go well. Uh, I, I, I love the. Uh, I, I can't figure out what was going on with the with Lamb and his girlfriend because oh the girlfriend yeah. yanks the phone away and he yanks the phone back. We were that talking. didn't look too good. No, we were but talking about that. I thought it went very smooth. I thought ESPN did a sensational they job did. with the NFL Network. They sure did. How about Rugs with the uh, Old Spice <laughs> robe on? <laughs> yeah, I know that was that was pretty funny. Really? Like, uh, you know, I guess if you're going to be in the house, you might as well be in a robe. <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, Professor, thanks so much for coming on. We'll we'll be watching for you. Okay, sounds good. All right, it's John Clayton, of course, from ESPN Radio in Seattle, and of course, schooled with the professor. If you want to listen to a great you know, podcast, the other reason why I thought this I thought this draft was a referendum on where we are in college college football. It is all about. The S E C. They're a pro. Period. They're pros. It's just you. You remember we talked about this and you and say like Ohio how you, State and, uh, and Ohio State. Ohio State had the first three picks. Right. They're they're amazing. And I mean, if you if you if you want to count in terms of recruiting, and let's just yeah. talk about like at one point Ohio State had all three of those kids on campus. Oh yeah. The first three picks were all yeah. on campus. I bet you it was probably like twenty the kids that got picked in the top thirty-two that probably went through uh, Columbus yeah. at least once. Like I don't don't. <laughs> Don't talk to me, Michigan fans. It's a football fact. Like, don't just don't like just you're not you are you are playing. It is what's the old saying? Checkers playing, and chess. Yeah, it's checkers and chess. Yeah. And again, go back to what was this draft? LSU, Clemson, yep, Alabama, mm-hmm. Ohio State, yep. And then look at look at the playoffs. 
who's perennially there. So it's a wrap. It is. The next four years, it's just gonna it's gonna continue to be LSU, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson. You're gonna squeeze in like kids here and there, but this is that that was one of the biggest things that jumped out at me. The SEC, what? Uh, how many picks in the first round? Thirty-one, and SEC was what? Fifteen, uh, something like that. Thirty-two picks. That's dominating. That's dominating. Dominating. Yeah, dominating. Should be fun tonight. Are you gonna watch rounds two and three? No, I'm good. You're not going to watch them? No, man. Not even a Lions pick? Uh, no. You're done? I, I want to enjoy my weekend. I got All some right. work to do. I I will say this, though. But So here's my question to you. Last night was fun. J.K. Dobbins or, or Jonathan Taylor, somebody's going to be wrong. How about the kid from Georgia? I know. Swift? Swift. I, That's who, Freddie's who, guy. Who do, who do you want? Out of all the picks for the, for yes. the round? Out of those, I, if if it's those three, of those three, of those three backs, who would you want? I think I would stick with Ohio State. I think I, I think I would take the teammates. Although the last time we took teammates yeah. was Florida, yep. and that was a blow up. Jared Davis, yeah. and of course our second rounder, who I can't even remember his freaking name anymore. No, that's you know San Francisco practice squad guy. I, I like Jonathan Taylor, man. I think he's been a pro from the day. From, yeah, Wisconsin, he is just. But, yeah, but he, Wisconsin, he's just. I know Wisconsin. Backs I mean, Ron, not, I think a Ron Dane. I know, I man. Yeah. And I, I'm going to encourage you not to. The kid's been a pro from day one. I think Dobbins is another one. They all three of them are great. I there's just something I like about Jonathan Taylor. I just, I just, just something about him that I just it screams pro to me. Durable, like they need that guy. And I, again, man, we've been starving at running back for like that for that pro, and the guy that could talk it, you know, to pair with staff. So, I just I like him. But again, it's like well, if, if we walk away with one of those two, and and here's the thing, I think both of those guys are going to have great careers, man. I think they're both under, I think they are both underrated guys. And in, in any given draft, those could be first round guys. But to me, this draft was very much I thought about like I thought it was very much about offense, man. Do you go defense tonight? That that how? Well, yeah, I mean, well, let's face it. Look, it they like, need uh, they need linebackers. When's the last? Well, you thing? need pressure too. I mean, yeah, you need. Yeah, I, it goes back to assets. I mean, what don't they need? They need it all. On yeah. defense, they need it all. I mean, they need it all. They need another receiver too, right? If you really want to get technical. And I don't know, you're getting down here in the second round, second and third round now. They're not the same guys. You're not going to get C.D. Lamb anymore. You're not going to get Jerry Judy. But there might be a guy out there. Look how they look how they got yeah. uh, Galloway. Galloway. Well, this, is, this is the time. Galladay. This is <laughs> the, the time to me. find your value, man. And this is really the time to figure out what kind of identity you're going to start to build. you got to put pressure in this league, and you got to stop the run in this league. You got Okuda, but now I think it's got to be about okay as a defense. If you're not getting pressured, then what are we talking about? Because Okuda, Okuda can't. I mean, look, being a lockdown corner is only as good as is eventually somebody being able to put some well, pressure. Course. You can't on the quarterback. You and can't who's give him do five that? seconds to throw yeah. a ball? You can't do that. I agree. I got some good news today out of Governor Whitmer. Yeah. I mean, I know we're going to be shut down till uh, May fifteenth. Stay at home till May fifteenth. But she's kind of like loosened up some restrictions. She does want us to wear. Oh, surgical masks when you go outdoors. I'm not wearing them outdoors. I am wearing no, them when I go I'm into stores. I, I do wear them when I go into into yeah. Kroger. Do you? Uh, yes. I wear them whenever I go into okay. a public place I right. do. That's what if I do. If I am just outside I don't on my them. own, I do not. In the car, no. I don't do it. And no. I roll the windows down, too, and I'm kind of thinking to myself, am I, am I doing the right thing? Um, 
I don't know, man. I, I just don't I, know. I've been responsible. I continue to be responsible. But I do, I will say, me personally, like I think we're getting to a place where whatever we can do to get things moving, we need to do because, man, there are some good people that they, they we got to get things back. Or we're just we're not it, at some point you just you can't restart. No, it, it, it is the equivalent, like I said, to trying to, to start and stop a battleship or turn one around from a full stop. Yeah. Like we got to we got to get this thing moving, man. It's like the Titanic and, when they saw the yeah, iceberg. It, they it's, couldn't it's, stop it. It's not this ain't sustainable. No. Um, and, you know, I, I know people out there and then, man, and I'm not getting political or anything no. like that, man. It, it's it, not worth it. It's our kids got to get educated, man. This ain't, I mean, and, I, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody's school system, but our kids weren't meant to learn like this. No, you know no one saying? was. No one was meant to. Like people aren't meant to and work the teachers like this. Are learning, do the business like this. Teachers are trying to learn how to teach. Yeah. This way, my wife's at home. She's starting to break down. My mm-hmm. wife's a speech language pathologist. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure on these people. Yes. A lot of pressure on these teachers yes. and these and these uh, counselors. Yeah. You know, my wife's got to see you face to face to help yeah. your speech to help. Well, to help friends you. of mine, man, are, she's starting to break down. Yeah, I feel well, terrible people, for her. You know, and people, man, and as stupid as it sounds, I've been cutting my. Own, I take for granted simple stuff like I've been cutting my own hair since I was 11 years old. I just did something I learned how to do. Yeah. So when my son was a haircut, I cut it. But like our salon owners, man, I got friends that own salons. Yeah. I, got, I got people in the service business. Their their entire job they depend on. They're dying. Customers. I went and got to carry out this morning for breakfast, man, and left a good tip and just told yeah. them thank you for being open and. Yep. Um, and it's just that our look on people's places, face, man. They're closed by us. They're closed. Yeah. Even our, our best be- breakfast places are closed. The only thing that's open is like McDonald's. Um, so tonight, man, my wife and I are going to try and- uh, Tim Hortons. You know, and it's just, um, I know everybody out there is doing their thing, man. They're doing what they can. And that and the draft was a great distraction. It is. And, I mean, look, just the, the it was hilarious. Just some of the stuff, man, just the kids at home, the reactions, the yeah, families. It was. Um, you know, man, it was beautiful. thought they did a great oh, job. they did a great job. Hats man. off to you know, Trey I, Wingo, I, who I was ex- I was exhausted yeah, for him. Yeah. He's like a traffic cop yeah. for five hours. Yeah. Hats off I to Trey Wingo. Game day, I thought the game day guys were great. They I think were. the game day guys, you know, just, um, you know, no one, no one wants this, man. Mm-hmm. No one, nobody, like, hey, nobody. We have not. a team here at NRM, man. That I, I love these people here. Everybody is just trying to to make this work. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to launch a show, man, like not to not to self-promote, right. but, you know, we had a show that, uh, you know, about something I love, which is the military that we were looking forward to launching. So, you know, everybody, everybody feels this, man, but, you know, we're all one team. We're all trying to have fun, and, you know, Maz and I are going to continue to do that, man, and, um Thanks to David for showing yeah. up every day and putting these shows out yeah. for us. This we wouldn't is, know what the hell we would do. Oh, shit, hell no, nah, man. Our guests, you know, I mean, it's... Angel, who's out, who's not feeling too well today. Yeah. So, you know, we, we always worry. As soon as someone gets yeah. sick, we're like, what's wrong with him? What's wrong? And I got friends that are homesick. And I'm like, you don't even leave the house. How are you sick? <laughs> I mean, but they let... The governor's like, you go out and golf, yeah. but you can't use a cart. You can't use a cart. You can can use a motorized boat now, too, from what I hear. Oh, no damn boat. I don't know. You got know. a boat. Who you know with a boat? I'm just saying that's what she put for outdoor activities. You can go on a boat. And you can go on a motorized boat. So I guess you could fish. I, I guess. <laughs> I, I, really, I really don't know. I'm you not, golf? You golf? No, I don't golf or a fish. Why? I just, I don't like it. I don't fish. I don't like it. I just, don't I like, like to it. eat fish. Yeah, fish is all right. 
it's it's not my go-to. It's not my go-to dinner. I'd rather fish for some pizza. Hey man, I uh, I I did. I love this was this was the best draft I, in a long time, man. And I don't know if that's just because of the situation. Yeah, but we needed it. I genuinely like seeing the kids at home, man. They that's have why I'm saying this, to you, you're not you gonna know? watch tonight. I, you know what, man? You don't I have to lock in. If it's on, I may. We're going to try and do some stuff with the kids. Hey, I look, gotta... if it's nice out, I'll bring a TV out to the patio and watch it. <laughs> Let the kids have a bonfire. <laughs> I don't care. That's fun still. Yeah. I, I tell you what, man, that's the thing I want. You know, my kids have missed, like, uh, and well, you get it. You got softball players, man. Oh, I mean, God, that's the. Yeah. What are you kidding? Like, dude, I got to put a cage up this, this weekend. I got to. I mean, it's just, that's. That's all the stuff you miss, man. Like I, I just, I want. I think I want more so them to get out, them to be able to, because you know that's the thing, man. I'm just like, ugh, they're just getting stir crazy. I hope, I hope it happens that we can get going yeah, again. I'm not holding my breath. I'm keeping yeah. my fingers crossed. Yeah. It's the best we can do. It's the wrap. Tom Mazaway and Clarence Black. Thanks to David B. Stevie Mack. I hope uh, Angel feeling better. Jess, thanks for coming in every day. Jess Monticello. We'll be back next week. Different kind of schedule next week. We'll keep you posted, but we'll be out there. Don't you worry. King and Foster, The Wrap, and, of course, D-Mac coming up next here, 25 on 19 on NRM Streamcast. Have a great weekend. Stay healthy, everyone.